Greetings, Maltopians. Are you looking to delve deeper into the world of Maltopia? Then check out our Patreon, where you can find written mythos pieces, world maps, found footage, art, Patreon-exclusive shows, and more. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and join one of our tiers for access to great new content. Brave the forbidden and embrace the darkness. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
The thing made it into the city beneath the Mindwalker's very nose, as immaterial as that nose might have been. It was only after he detected the passengers milling around Timothy Galling's residence, the Malsapien with a taste for art, that he decided to do some psychic spelunking. His intrusions into the passengers' minds were getting progressively riskier. The sense dealer almost made him in the woods, and the thing in the regressor's mind proved more than he'd bargained for. The monster that had eaten the poor art collector bore a striking similarity to the creatures haunting the regressor's dreams, creatures that seemed diametrically opposed to the horned monster he'd recently encountered, somewhat uncomfortably, the unearthly thing called Baal. Dots were connecting, but too quickly and with no discernible picture in sight. Yet whatever might result from the gelling facts, he would keep his masters in the dark. The less they knew, the better for him. He needed to advance his timetable, this much was certain. It would take too much time to properly facilitate his game between the conductor and oversapien. The finesse required to conceal his hand in the matter would be considerable. While Castilian was a psychic brute, he was more than capable of turning most malhuman minds upside down in search for anything untoward. But no, his maneuvers needed to be just so. He knew the passengers had decided to sit on what they'd found out, for the moment, uncertain as to how and whether they should try to contact Spider Black. They ultimately planned on getting more information about the Devon Street gang from the dinner they were to attend at the Soul Handlers to feel out the possibility of going to William Church with the information about the recent slaying. He also surmised that so long as he kept Castilian in the dark, it was unlikely Spider Black would get wind of events anytime soon. Yet Spider was largely an unknown. There was no telling what he, or it, may or may not know. What he did know about the creature was far more mystifying than clarifying. Silas had also exhausted the Tillinghast lead, though if he could extend his search beyond the nearby cities, he'd likely turn up more. He'd have more license to roam when and if the passengers took up that particular chase again, as events at Merger's Ditch seemed to take a toll on their wanderlust. As things stood, the image of the skeleton he gleaned from the creature known as Baal, very likely the creature's very own bones, was clearly connected to the memory he'd been instructed to wipe from the regressor's mind after she'd been returned from the airfield where Spider had taken her. But what specifically happened while she was away, he was unsure of. Castilian was on hand for the memory wipe, so the Mindwalker wasn't given the opportunity to probe more deeply than to simply excise the specific memory. Although it was clear that the creature had been somehow implanted within the regressor during the aforementioned outing, it was not clear why. And then there was Eric, or more specifically, the dead knot. The creature was entirely impervious to his, and likely all, psychic probing. But while the pale Goliath's mind was sealed away, Eric's was not, at least not when he was on the brighter side of the grave. The dead-born Malsapien's unique mental properties were of great interest to the Mindwalker. If he could somehow trust the Deadknot, he might be able to use Eric's mind to pass along a message to the monster, without leaving behind any psychic fingerprints. It was an improbable gambit, though it would be an understatement to suggest he was thrilled by the challenge. That very night, when Eric was deep in sleep, 
Silas stepped into the Englishman's mind. The first layer of any good psyche consisted of the alternating currents of concerns and recent impressions, an impermanent landscape of the anxious brain. Silas paid the psychic static little attention, eschewing the noise on his quest for the signal. The succeeding layers began to solidify beneath the weight of recurrent thoughts and experiences, where the majority of a person's attitude and paradigm are prepared and executed. A few of the more stable images began to draw the mindwalker's eye, signaling the contents that might lurk the final stratum of Eric's consciousness. Finally, beneath the moving parts of the mind, there could be found the seat of the personality, the unmoved mover, where the most formative experiences lay in unending repose, the foundation of identity. Thus far, Silas found Eric's mind unremarkable despite its intimacy with death and resurrection, but all that changed in a moment. Where there was generally located a bottom to the mind, its aforesaid foundation, Silas encountered only a gaping pit, Eric's essence was like an open grave that fell into black, shiftless gulfs, an endless funeral for an identity. Here was also the breach between worlds, the living and the dead, where the dead not crossed over. Silas was uncertain how his powers might function beyond the rift, but this was what he came for, and time was of the essence. With no small amount of fear, if coupled by a commensurate sum of excitement, Silas tried the darkness passing through the shadow of death with nary a backward glance at life. His view only partially improved, revealing the dim shape of a room, a rustic thing that stunk of beer and blood, a cold breeze conveying the sense. This was likely the foundational memory that was missing from the bottom of Eric's mind, somehow transferred into the space of death. The place was strangely lit, the room passing in and out of focus. The pulsing visibility seemed organic, as if the memory were breathing. There were eyes upon him now, silver things not unlike cat's eyes reflecting the moon. They bobbed up and down in the darkness, stars adrift in currents of night. The Mindwalker tried his power, a slight exercise born of both necessity and curiosity. He tried to illuminate the room. There was a pronounced resistance to the effort so he decided to expose his surroundings for only an instant, hoping to catch momentary details. His power splashed the memory with a quick burst of mental light, his awareness primed for the slightest detail. Blood covered what was now revealed for a tavern, a pool of the stuff comprising the floor, and the silvery staring eyes became tenants within sallow, ghoulish faces. Most bizarre was that the faces belonged to colonial soldiers, or demonic approximations of colonial soldiers. They just peered from the corners of the room, grinning evilly. While the pooling blood of the floor was without visible distinction, there was a specific spot that seemed more potent than the rest, the heart of the room. Here was the way forward, determined the Melsapien. Without hesitation, he waded into the cold crimson, beyond the foxfire glower of the goblin soldiers, deeper into death. The blood was slowly exchanged for the dark and cold, and he thought he could feel his soul being plucked at by countless bony fingers, the reaper's children playing at their father's craft. A prominence of carved stone melted into view, 
a pale spire surmounting it, a mausoleum. The darkness held the structure fast, its clutch reinforced from lost time and unflinching regret. It stood in a darkling stretch of petrified woods, stone trees frozen white beneath a cold wash of moonlight. I can't recall the last time I've had a guest. Death tends to still the neighborly spirit, you understand? Which is rather ironic, as eventually nothing brings people together better than death. You need look no further than a graveyard to see that. The voice came from behind the door to the mausoleum. Yeah, well, uh, I figured I'd stop over to borrow a cup of sugar. Uh, seems I'm fresh out. If only Eric had a sense of humor. It's as much a blessing as a keen mind or a splendid singing voice. All that aside, you are most welcome here, creature, and I'm waiting with bated breath to know why you've come to me. I uh, came to talk business. <laughs> the way I see it, we, uh, we may be able to help each other out. Pray tell. As it happens, uh, I know a bit more than my fair share of what's going on around here, and I'm willing to spill a little, provided, of course, you uh, extend me a bit of a helping hand in return. I can't see how a share of the local gossip might benefit me, but I'm certain you're about to tell me. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The company, you see, has some, uh, well, pretty interesting plans for uh, you Malsapiens. And by interesting, I, I mean nasty. While I don't have the entire lowdown yet, from what I can tell, the lot of you are looking down the barrel at a, at a lot of hard times to come. The voice behind the cracked marble door was quiet when the Mindwalker paused for questions. A clear sign of curiosity, at least. Thought that might interest you. Well, uh, you see, the company is just the latest outfit to rent the machine. Because from what I've been able to piece together, the same person or group or whatever is also responsible for the creation of your buddies, the, uh, the Oversapiens. And the Oversapiens just came up on the chopping block, so to speak. Whatever the machine wants, it's uh, apparently about to take from them. And once it takes what it wants, from what I know and uh, what I've seen, there ain't much left. Now, uh, I got you figured for a smart guy, so I'm sure you can see how all this adds up for you and uh, your male pals. Now, I can keep you in the know for a price, or I can just let myself out. Your decision. Well... I'd be quite the fool to turn down such a generous offer, would I not? Though, I must confess, this isn't the first time I've heard such things. Regardless, and provided the price is not too steep, I'd be thrilled to join in your little scheme, whatever it is. Though, I'd wager your decision to address me specifically speaks to the nature of your own predicament. Clearly, you are a Malsapien, or perhaps an Oversapien, and you have formal connections to the company. Why else would you take such pains to avoid discovery, speaking to the one member of the passengers whose mind is entirely his own, and who's shown somewhat of a propensity for self-interest? Yeah, uh, well, like I said, I didn't make you for the uh, dunce cap. So, that a yes? Indeed it is. Now, on to your price. Sure thing. <laughs> One, I was never here. Two, the woman the uh, conductor knows, Madeline. She's a rogue over-sapien, hiding out here in, uh, Witchburg. That stays between you and me. You need to let her know, without tipping your hand or 
mine, that the attack on the Lost Kingdom is set for the new moon. And, uh, that's it for right now. Any questions? The Dead Knot was quiet for a moment before beginning again. The deathly oversapien, the traitor, what is his true name? It's, uh, Abraham Blumgart. I believe we have a deal, my friend. Keith knocked on the door, but the years had sapped it of much of its solidity, muting the sound to a soft thud. He was about to knock again, with a bit of sonic enhancement, when the door opened and Antonia stepped into view. She was even more striking set beneath the sun. Why, hello there. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to see you again so soon, especially not in broad daylight. I took you for a night owl. She said, all smiles. He could hear her heartbeat race at the sight of him. Her smile was a genuine one. The daylight is no less enjoyable a companion, if only a bit too honest, perhaps. Over-revealing, I suppose you could say. But on this occasion, the fullest view is by far the most splendid one. Keith reflected her smile in spades. <laughs> you and that private library charm. Well, please, come in. Antonia gestured to the dark interior. He knew there was another person inside well before he stepped upon the weed-choked walk that led to the house. The ancient woman was sitting in a large lounging chair in the corner of the room, where the shadows lay thickest. She clutched a small saucer of tea in her left hand, the cup and plate clinking together to sound out the rhythm of her palsy. Most conspicuous was the black blindfold she wore. This is Keith Noonday, the man I told you about from the other night, Antonia said to the old woman gesturing to the conductor. And this is Aunt Bertie, Keith. The old woman kept her face turned slightly away from him while offering a thin smile. I'm incredibly pleased to make your acquaintance, uh, Miss Bertie. I'm fairly new to the city, and I'm always delighted to meet a fellow dead witcher. You must be new indeed if that's the case. What is it they say the happiest soul is often the newest... Perhaps, fine lady, but what is new that was not once old? Even babes bear the wrinkles of their last life, a residuum of reincarnation. No, I think happiness is like a tumor of toxic skin. It's just a matter of where you find it, and how long it can live within you before it kills you, or you kill it. So... The happiest man on earth is also the most doomed, eh? Nature abhors happiness more than any vacuum, madame. Why, I might just be delighted to meet you too, Mr. Noonday. Marvelous. Well, that being the case, I will extend my invitation to you as well. A one Theodore Limpenil is hosting a dinner this very evening, and I would be quite pleased if you fine ladies would join me as my guests. <laughs> Theodore, that old ghost chaser. I've spoken with him a time or two. He and his neighbor Glenn passed by my place on their way to Devon Street to appease the great William Church. Am I to understand 
that you do not attend the weekly meetings? Keith asked, his head tilted with curiosity. You understand correctly. And Mr. Church does not hold your absence against you? The old woman cackled like a witch out of a fairy tale at the question. <laughs> he daren't. Not if he knows what's good for him. Aunt Bertie said, smiling, her head finally turning to face Keith. Just the suggestion of her gaze bore a share of hell, such that the conductor almost fell to his knees. The world forced all the horror it could past these old eyes, Mr. Noonday, and I've seen far worse monsters than William Church. She turned her wrist to expose the numbers running up her forearm. Keith was barely able to respond, but finally managed. I see... The old woman turned away from the staggered passenger, withdrawing the branded limb beneath her tattered shawl. I think we'd love to attend the dinner with you, Keith, Antonia blurted, apparently trying to renew the pleasant mood. Keith's mind was busy setting the horrors he'd just endured to music, the nascent score dipping into the sounds of his own torments so as to properly personalize the composition. It took Antonia placing her hand upon his shoulder to break him from reverie. Excellent, he finally responded, his eyes focusing. I'll return for you fine ladies this evening, at precisely a quarter of six. I think we're all in for a wonderful time. And with that, Keith hurried out the door and back down the street, whistling a dread tune that darkened the shadows he passed. Mars made the connection almost as soon as Hazel started describing the monster from Shanty Drive, the creatures from the Adirondacks, the things that devoured his first team, the Harrowers. His group was made up of the best combatants the machine had to offer, and it took all of a few minutes for the things to tear them to pieces and put Mars on his heels. He looked at the passengers where they gathered in the old living room and remembered the teammates he'd lost, their final screams their blood. He couldn't let the same thing happen here. He hadn't let on to what he suspected while the others hatched a plan on how to proceed. The reason being was the one thing that made him doubt his conclusion. The creature that killed the Malsapien had employed some cunning to its stalking and killing. The things he'd encountered were mindless, animalistic. He wanted to be certain before he opened his mouth and revealed he'd led an entire team of Malsapiens to the slaughter, and that, lucky him, he was the only one that came back alive. It didn't make any difference that he took on hordes of the things to claw his way back to his screaming, pleading teammates, or that he quit the fight only after he saw his comrades disappear into so many blood-striped maws. It didn't matter that he was new to his abilities and wasn't sure his riven body would ever heal. All that matters was that he failed his team and himself. This was the one secret he'd prefer to keep to himself if he could help it. When no one was looking, the Warbringer slipped out the back door, headed west through the forest. He had to know for sure. Hold up! 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.